What about my sweat equity? All right, uh, Scott, what, at the top, we, we'd like to have our guests uh, throw out their plugs or what to promote, because we just find it, find it easier than me stumbling through what a booker or someone is sent me, because I can't read it's out laziness. loud. No, I can't read out loud very well. But it's yeah, it's really embarrassing. So uh, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I've got a, uh, a membership program for uh, business owners, entrepreneurs, where we give them legal advice and information on demand it's called Access, and that's what that's what I'm trying to sell. I've got a web page set up, or it's probably not live today, uh, that will be reblaw.com forward slash sweat equity, uh, where they can sign up for a laser coaching se session with me and get a free download of my, my ebook, uh, Seven Proven Strategies to Shatter Proof Your Business. Wow. Okay. Hold on. Laser coaching. <laughs> laser legal coaching. Oh, legal. Okay. Well, how many lasers do we get to play with? Yeah, you have to be coached first. Okay. So that's. I guess that comes later. Is it coaching for like to be better with lasers, or is it laser focused? It's laser focused. Ah, oh, that's kind of a bummer, but fine. Well, we got a little vanity URL. And we do like those. You know, the, the, uh, the shows, it's going up in places. So what do you, primarily you deal with, I'm guessing probably a small business owner that needs that guidance through everything. Like I was talking to a comic the other day uh, after a show and <laughs> I walked out and there's three comics trying to talk about legal business stuff. Mm. And then, they were like, you just talk to him and point at me. And I was like, uh, well, get an LLC and then get an escort filing for your CPA. And like mm -hmm. uh, in Florida, you can do it on sundays.org. You can do it on your phone right now for 150 bucks. Start there. And then when you get bigger, you probably need an attorney or some legal guidance. Where, where's the starting point for most people you're talking to? You know, most people we're talking to um... – you know, there's two two different places. Some people are coming to us with this great idea. They want to start a business and they've, you know, they have some capital and they're like, help us do this right. And so we're going to SunBiz for them. We're forming the LLC. We're getting mm -hmm. the documents right. And then there's other people coming in. Hey, we've been in business three years. We probably screwed everything up at the beginning. Can you fix it for us? And then coach us along the way so we can keep what we are. What, I mean, let's talk sexy talk. Documents like uh, operating agreements. Operating um, agreements, non-compete agreements, employment agreements. Well, um, the employment agreements, I think Eric and I are both on the same page. Like That is something a lot of small businesses skip over. Right. And they shouldn't. Even if they're... Well, we were at a company that was around for like 18 years and they didn't really have that locked down. Yeah. <laughs> um, is, is that... Yeah, yeah. Um, Great to work. No, I'd say money. Uh, yeah, uh, probably. But like, what do you? When people are coming to you, what's the biggest pain point you find, or is it just them being overwhelmed and avoiding it? Because that is probably a lot of it. Yeah, I, I think people just avoid it. Period, because they just don't like it. Uh, oh. And 
And like you mentioned, there's so much that you can think you can do on your own now with the amazing technology we have that people just tend to either neglect it or just kind of do it, take a shortcut. And then they, when they find out they've really got a business, then they're like, okay, now what have I done? Make sure that I've done this right. And then they're scared. Uh, But sometimes it's too late, right? They come to me, hey, we just got sued and we didn't do anything right at the beginning. And so it's kind of those two things. And the big pain point they have is they'll, they'll go to sunbiz.org and they'll file their LLC certificate, right? But then they don't do an operating agreement and they don't do organizational minutes. And then they come in and say, hey, I've got a partner that's not doing what he's supposed to be doing. How do I get, how do I get rid of him? Well, that can be difficult when you don't yeah. have an agreement on how to do that. Yeah. yeah. No, I just, no. no, I've been through all that. I had a business partner I, that, I, that exact scenario, pretty much, we had to make it, well, yeah, no, we had we made an operating agreement, but it was still like to dissolve his partnership part. It was a pain in the ass because it wasn't it wasn't as clear cut as when I got it formally done by my business attorney. Um, but so you're saying like the theme basically is be more proactive than reactive. Yes. Yeah. Basically, what we're asking business owners to do is make a paradigm shift to hey. Lawyers aren't emergency rooms, they're primary care. Mm. So come come in, get the get the well checks, make sure everything's good so you avoid the cardiac arrest. So for people who are super lazy, can you explain how often you have to deal with these things? Say you do it all right one time at the beginning. How often are you checking up on these? How long can you kind of put that on the back burner and not worry about it? it you can't. We talk with our clients monthly uh, so that we can you know, keep our finger on the pulse of what's going on, make sure we're asking really good questions to uncover things that they're doing that they haven't told us yet. And, you know, business owners are really bad about they're doing things that they're telling no one. And then those come up and it's like, whoa, you, you can't do it that way. That's stop, interesting. stop it. You have any examples that you can share? Yeah, you any juicy ones? Yeah, really. I mean, it's yeah, it's not sexy, but easy. Easy one is I was talking to one of our uh, remodeling contractor clients, and he was doing bids and didn't have anywhere on his bid an expiration date. Well, I don't know if you've noticed or not, but we're in a we're in a weird economy where su- the cost of the supplies is doubling daily. If you don't have an expiration on that offer that you made and they accept your offer, you're stuck. You're in a contract to supply those goods for that price. So you've got to have an expiration date on those things. And so he quickly uh, canceled those offers, redid his his estimate form, and now he's covered where they're only good for 30 days. Hmm. And bringing that in for that work order from 89, you know. (laughs) What's the, uh, yeah, your competitor's coupons still yeah. still apply. Um, How much do you charge for asbestos? Is, so let's, let's hear about you personally. How, uh, I assume you were an attorney that got into more of the coaching business area. Okay, we should check up on you. <laughs> you do know about the law and stuff, right? I, you're yeah. Ziggler certified. We got some of that. Uh, but let, what's your uh, background, I guess? Yeah, I mean, my story, um, I got a marketing degree back in 1991 and came out of college ready to go do some marketing. And everyone said, no, you've got to go sell something. So they wanted me to sell phones and copiers and all that kind of stuff. 
And so I tried that and was an authorized agent, had my own business selling for a major telecom company, and they breached my contract. And I'm like, okay, I'm not, this isn't happening to me again. I'm going to understand my deal, what I'm doing. So I did what every normal American would do. I signed up for law school. Uh, so I went off to Norman, Oklahoma to OU. Put in, yeah, put in three years, got my law degree, and then I started different firms. Mm-hmm. Started litigating um, and was litigating lots of big corporate things, small things. I've litigated about everything you can litigate really here in Texas and had a problem that I, I had it, but I didn't really know I had it till 2012. My clients weren't calling me before they made their decisions. And so they would go make bad decisions, which would get them in a big trouble. Then they come and say, Scott, pull us out of this. We would work on it, fix the problem, charge them a ton of money to fix it. And then they would be, I wouldn't say unhappy, but not happy because it costs too much money. So they go away, make more foolish mistakes, and then call us back and say, Scott, hey, will you put this fire out? Yeah, but why didn't you have me look at that contract first? Well, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to pay you by the hour. It's kind of what it ended up being. And so we had to create a new model. So in 2012, I started looking around at business coaching. Um, I didn't really, I didn't know any business coaches. I just kind of had heard that that's a thing. And so I started interviewing business coaches, went through two or three coaches, finally found one that understood my vision for creating this subscription model uh, so entrepreneurs could have on-demand access. And we created the access plan and my practice started shifting to this proactive practice uh, from a litigation practice. We still occasionally litigate for clients uh, because it's just sometimes you have to, but our goal is to minimize those problems to what we call shatterproofing businesses. So you only have small you know, dents in your windshield and not you know, shatter glass. I like proactive practice as your, uh, as your tagline, but it, you've got a whole program around the shatterproof. I can see it in the uh, screen saying behind you. <laughs> Um, which I, I like that is you, you got that you got the branding going in the background subtly uh, throughout this interview. If anybody's watching on video, that's really savvy of you to see this model as a little uh, as, as something to disrupt in a way. Because I'll tell you from the invoicing standpoint, just on a, a marketing agency side, charging hourly is a pain in the ass. Right, and then I would get in this, uh, and and you argue over it, and I would, yeah, and I would, and uh, uh, our our friend of the program, Dean Akers, told us recently when you start arguing about the agreement, the relationship's ruined. He's like, that's right. personal or business, and I was like, I wanted to challenge him, and I was like, no, that's pretty much that's pretty good, cut right to the core. Right, um, and so when I had to like, I would. I'd be like, fine, I'll show you, I'll open source everything. I'll show you how many hours was spent on everything. Right. How many hours. Why did you take so long doing it? I didn't put it on there. And, you know, what, I'll, I'll, I'll throw everything and it never came out to a good, I, it was one of those things where you do it, I would do it. I'd be like, fuck you, dude. I'll, I'll, I'll show you everything. Right. I'm a, I'm a forthright human. <laughs> I, I did everything. What? I did everything correctly. You know, like. Well, in marketing, I always had a buck up my ass because a lot of people are full of shit and don't actually do the work that mm-hmm. they say. Mm-hmm. And so my thing was like, I'll show you. I'll, here you go. I'll just make it open to you. And it never, ever, ever, Didn't ever. move the needle one yeah, bit. Never made the relationship better. 
uh, at best they slogged out whatever contract we had because I had a good business attorney that uh, people would look at it and be like, Jesus Christ, this thing. Yeah, it's not pages. pages, it's inches. Well, I, you know, I grew up around all attorneys, so I get like, you know, it's that thing of like, it's the four corners. It, your contract's is only good as it is tight uh, and specific, right? So it's like, um, you get screwed once and you're like, never again. Kind of like your situation, yeah. right? You get a breach of an employment contract and you're like, I'm going to dig into this. And not that I went to law school, but I, I felt like I would, anytime I got with my business attorney, I'd just ask him all these questions. And I'd meet with him once every three months just to see if there's, because I'd have, I do this with my doctor, he hates it. <laughs> I write down, I, I put in Evernote, I put a bunch of random questions in. And then when I do a checkup, I just ask him like 40 questions. Right. And he never gives me a good answer because he doesn't want to get sued. But, uh, but I still do it anyway. You can't stop asking about vaginas. Well, I'm I'm curious. You I don't know, know how they work. I never have one though. I don't see a lot of them. So put some makeup on, wear a dress in there, you know, <laughs> or maybe some like yoga pants. Yeah, uh, distract them. Whatever you see. What's that site you told me about? Like Cornhub. Cornhub. Um, and so yeah, corn. That's that's, that's yeah, it. That's it. Uh, and so it's one of those things where it's funny you have an origin story for this. Where you, you're kind of like, I got screwed. I'm not getting screwed again. Now I'm going to help people not screw themselves. Yep. Um, what I'm trying to think. So along the way, creating a program. What what were some of the uh, kind of hurdles you had doing this? Because you said you started in 2012. You really started developing this. Yeah, I'm a 10 year overnight success. <laughs> Um, what what were some of those hurdles getting this going? Because I'm kind of interested in the business of the business coaching. Yeah, yeah. Well, what what do we what do you include in it? What um, what what features benefits did an entrepreneur actually need from their lawyer on a regular basis? What did they find as value? Right, because I had to stack enough value in my plan. You know, like there was ten times more than they're paying, and then I had to figure out, okay, what does it actually cost? to deliver the service that we're putting in this list of things. And then I had to have my different versions of it, right? Cause you can't just have one, you have to have two or three mm -hmm. versions of it. Uh, and so trying to come up with the right mix of uh, things to include in the plan and then the things, what will we not do? What is, what is excluded? No matter what, it's not included in this plan. Uh, and that's kind of a big problem for everyone that they kind of overlook is what am I not doing for you? and putting that in the contract. So that was the pricing. Uh, so the cost, figuring out the cost of it was a big deal. And then figuring out kind of the sweet point for pricing it uh, has been kind of the, the big deal. And it literally, it took a lot of trial and error. No one else was doing this. So I couldn't, I couldn't just go copy someone else. Um, you know, the fastest way to success would have been to find someone else, reverse engineer it, and then do my own. And in 2012, it just really didn't exist. So we had to kind of trial and error it, but figuring out what entrepreneurs actually needed. And then I think my biggest challenge wasn't really building it. It was selling it because like you said, it's disruptive. No one's out there looking for, hey, where's a lawyer I can pay every month? You know, there's no, I've looked at Google and no one's searching that. So it really became difficult to educate 
entrepreneurs that, hey, you need to have this regular relationship with a lawyer so you can be asking the 40 questions. Uh, that was the, that's been the biggest hurdle that we've had. Well, so for the pricing, how did that go? I'm curious because I feel like it definitely transfers over to a lot of oh, people. That was it. Yeah. Because it's really not, I mean, Law and I are very much in the digital services realm where it's similar in that you can't, it's not tangible necessarily all the time, you know, what you're doing. Did you start with, well, I want to live this lifestyle and that equates to this much per year. And if I get this many clients, I'm just, I know you don't want to necessarily give away. Professional services, professional services, tough to price. Again, ours is volatile and wild, like all over the place. Right. Yours could be considered the same in, in a way, depending on a lot more of a history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early. There's definitely at least a model of right. of, of retainer, right? Uh, that to go off of. Uh, how did you kind of, you know, figure this out? Because I used to. This is another thing I used to just go nuts trying to figure out what right. should you price. Well, like I said, the first thing I had to figure out was what was my cost to deliver the service, right? Mm-hmm. So I knew because the well, the number one formula you have to know in business is that to to make money in business, you have to charge more for your product or service than it costs to make it. So I knew that rule. So I got my cost down. Then I started playing with the price to figure out what, you know, what would people pay? Uh, what, what price points gave me, you know, cause there's also, you're not charging enough and no one took it seriously. And so uh-huh. I had to find that middle. And it really was um, sometimes I would go in to the, meeting and quote a brand new price just that, that I had never done just to see <laughs> how that would go in the sales process. And now we're, now we're kind of got it pretty solidified. And so just, you know, for, you know, for discussion, you know, we have three tiers. Our first tier starts at five ninety nine a month. And that, in the, in that program, you relatively get, cheap for a lot of companies. Exactly. Yeah. And I want, I want it to be something that is affordable for someone that has legit business, right? If it's a hobby, now you, you can't afford this, but if it's a legit business, you can afford it. And you know, you get all your LLCs formed. We do all the documentation. You just pay whatever state filing fee. We do all your contracts. We do your contract reviews. You're doing monthly check-in calls with us. You have SOS calls. You get a collection system, an employment system, a, uh, an employee discipline system. All this stuff built into your uh, into your package. Ooh. And the uh, the that's the that's the price though. And then as your company grows, you go up the ladder. The next ladder is ten ninety nine, and then it goes to fifteen ninety nine, uh, and that's kind of where we max out. Yeah, and uh, you kind of arrived at what I was thinking. You figured out you have to try and error it, but you, you, the price is whatever the, the person's willing to pay. So um, it's elastic to a point. Yeah. So I've seen. Okay, I mean, there's like you know payroll companies that will do just about anything that your business needs to do. Like there's certain one, you know, big ones that have branches or that offer legal services. Is that something that is different than what I'm or than what you're doing? Or is it something that they just kind of copied yeah. off of you and say, Hey, we do this too. Well, um, I mean, there's, there's some companies that offer legal. So- they offer HR. Right. Is that well, no, they offer straight up legal count, legal advice. I guess it is. Oh. Yeah, there's legal packages available. A lot of a lot of HR, a lot of employment packages come with them as right. a benefit. 
And there's a, con- a law firm contracted with that company in each state to provide that service. But, and I'm not, there's probably some value to it. The problem is you don't have any relationship with the lawyer or law firm that you're dealing with. Uh, and I like to say that we're, um, we're those plans on steroids because we actually know you. Uh, we know your business. We spend time with you and you're going to know not just me, you know, my team. And so we're able to really help you do things and grow exponentially where if you're just calling the lawyer that's on call and having them do a demand letter or create a contract, yeah, it might be legally correct, but they're going to be missing a lot of context uh, for how you're trying to do business, right? Because the wrong contract can hurt you. If your contract is too, uh, too mean, for lack of a better word, no one, then no one wants to sign it. Well, you're not going to have any sales. So your contract has to be something that it's got all the things you want in it to make sure that you can collect on your, that you can collect and that you're not agreeing to something you don't want to do, but it's got to be friendly enough that people want to do business with you. And a lot of lawyers, especially ones that don't care because they're not getting paid very much, uh, don't, uh, will give you a document that, yeah, it's legally correct, but it's not right. It's mad libs it, for a lot of it. It's a lot of templating. And then um, I would say the sell on that is every time you have to call a lawyer, you don't have to start over. Yeah. You know, like, well, that relationship, it brings foresight. You know, if they're really, if they're knowledgeable about your business and the potential risk, and it's not just the guy on call, they can, when they're doing the current contract, whatever, can bring all of that into into play and, and you know. Formulate yeah, so it's much more of a holistic approach. And then, you know, we a lot of times with the client, their biggest problem that day isn't a legal issue. Their biggest problem is, hey, we don't have any sales. Um, and so then we're talking about, okay, well, what's going on with your funnel? Where, you know, what's your, is it a conversion problem or is it a lead problem? And so we'll work through those problems with them too, because the more successful they are, the more successful I am. I did not realize you guys did that side of things also. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole other thing. Oh, yeah. I was getting that's, stuff. that's, you know. Uh, we, we're talking to an official Zig Ziglar small business right. lawyer. Uh, Ziglar legacy certified trainer. Um, uh, you know, so you're walking them through that whole scenario. Hey, here's your cost per lead. Here's your cost per acquisition. Here, here's how much you should probably spend. You're, you're getting into everything. You bet. Interesting. So, how do you do? You have a team of people that is everybody just kind of overall on your team. Do they have an overall scope on the business and legal side like you do, or do you have a kind of specialized, or is it by industry maybe? Yeah, most of my team is on the legal side, and when it gets to the business, what I would call the business coaching or consulting, that's going to be me. Uh, and then I do have some vendors that I. Um, I have preferred relationships with if we need to like solve, like if they need a new landing page or a new website, I have people that can help put that stuff together. I can, I'm very, but I'm really good at spotting the problems uh, and then getting, getting them to the right fix. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll be a vendor. That's cool. Um, uh, so you be a vendor. I got stuff going on. Okay. I'll be a vendor. Um, no offense. I'm, telling, I'm taking pickup work. Um, <laughs> I'll always take pick up work. Um, uh, psychologically, so we we have a kind of a one of the themes on this show that we've talked about is entrepreneurship is 
secretly very isolating. It's very lonely. Um, I'm guessing a lot of your call, your monthly call, it, like you said, is not about legal. And it's more about, I need to vent about not having sales to someone that is intelligent, that knows what's going on. Is that kind of one of it's, it's a leading broader, question, but it's even more than that. It's more about just connecting with someone that understands them and knows them and cares about them. Yeah. Fostering that relationship. Sometimes it's all, it's all it. about the hiking trip they just went on with their kid. Sure. It's sometimes we never talk about business. They they need someone that they know, like, and trust, and those that can, that we care about them. And once we have that then they know that everything else will be okay because they can bring it to it, bring it to us and we'll help them work through it. Uh, and so it's just us becoming that trusted advisor and friend where before when I charged by the hour that there was this huge wall there, you know, they subconsciously, they were, they thought I was taking longer to do their work than possible than, than it maybe needed. Mm-hmm. And that if they called me, I was going to bill them for everything, which wasn't right. I didn't, but, but now that that barrier's gone, man, they call me and it's just two friends talking. And that's where you get really transparent and I can learn things that can be more helpful. And then the deeper that relationship goes, the more I can help them. You can be proactive then. You can be the proactive practice then. Yep. They reveal things, you know, that they might not reveal normally in a personal yeah, conversation. Like, yeah, like I'm getting, I got a text you know, right just a minute ago from one of our access members that's like, um, he has an idea and he needs a legal opinion on it. <laughs> yeah. It may be a bad idea, but he's not going to spend any more money than he already has spent this month to run it past someone that actually would know from a legal perspective. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. It's, it's an out of house, in house kind of council. Um, council. Yes. Um, the house council, yeah, <laughs> very uh, rural Texas. Um, I'm just curious if there was any situations where you were talking personal and uh, they didn't put they didn't connect the dots on how something they had maybe done recklessly personal might affect their business, you know, like the guy who owns the boat I store. I can't think of any where someone had created some kind of personal liability. Um, we do a lot of asset protection planning with our clients. And one of the things we do, we, we use some asset protection trusts. And sometimes they're, they'll do things in their personal life that will mess up some of that stuff. Like they'll divorce, get married. Yes, like a divorce. Uh, or they'll write, a, they'll, deposit, they'll write a check from a personal account and put it in a trust account. And they can, they'll mess things up. Uh, and so usually that happens when they've taken some time off from calling us. Uh, they'll make those stupid mistakes. The more they're talking to us, if it's on a regular basis, you know, they're able to ask those questions before they do it. And that's, that's just that power of that regular, those regular check-ins. Um, three months is great, but if you can do that every month, uh, even if it's just 15 minutes, um, your, your questions are much more relevant because they're now. You know, we're, we're answering questions in real time. I like to say that the different... The difference between success and failure is often the timing of that information. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you're, yeah, that, that's well said. It's it's one of those things where, uh, now I got a lot of thoughts going on my head. Um, but the psychology of, uh, have you had to kind of turn someone around on 
trying to think more proactively and less maybe impulsively. It sounds like some of these decisions can be impulsive and not obviously not thought through ahead of time and they make them and then they're like scrambling, which is yeah. a lot of entrepreneurs in general. Yeah. Like, Hey, I, yeah. Like I'll find out. Like, I'll make I'll it up watching, later. I'll look on Instagram and they just, they're in a new office and I'm like, Hey, um, don't remember seeing that lease agreement. And then, you know, you get the deer in the headlights look. Oh, yeah, I should have sent that to you. And so and like, it's, uh, it's training. They, they block you. <laughs> it's just you didn't like, bring up the bill. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, you're paying me for this. You ought to send everything through us so that you're not making any stupid mistakes. Because we can make enough mistakes. Just uh, even, I mean, things are still going to happen. Even if we're looking at everything you do, everything's not going to ever be perfect. So let's let's minimize those problems get everything run through us and it's a learning curve and the longer they're with us and we still have our very first access member from 2012 is still with us that's awesome um the, yeah you're you're an er doctor of sorts you're just trying to mitigate risk a lot of the time and you're trying to uh do whatever you can um when they i'm sure when they come to you it's a, a bunch of problems yep. <laughs> Yeah, this sounds this sounds very familiar. And if I can be a business coach, I'd say give that first guy just let him just freebie the rest until you because once he if he leaves he or she I don't know why I keep saying he because they leave you can't keep saying that they're still with you lock them in or give them a huge discount. This is my opinion. You got ten years out of it. I know you Zig Ziglar uh, certified whatnot. I'm just throwing out an idea. But if they don't pay for it, the there's no cost social contract. Yeah, cost of. Uh, Free is yeah. The cost of free is zero. Value of friends. Yeah. Cost of free zero is obvious. Um. Well, this has been interesting. We we close out every time uh, a guest has been on for the first time. Uh, this question: What advice would you give your thirteen-year-old self? Man, try, uh, do things faster. Uh, don't uh, overanalyze them. Any examples? Well, I mean, the closest one, I wish I had started my own firm years sooner than I did. Hmm. Um, I was, I mean, I was scared. Scary. I had, oh, yeah. That's I, what I was going to say. I had opportunities where I could, I mean, I stepped over millions of dollars to pick up dollar bills because oh. I was scared. Well, it just the anxiety of failing? Yeah. Potentially? I mean, I responsibilities. I had a family and I was scared to go out and take a bet on me mm -hmm. that I could, that I could generate uh, enough income to support my family without a law firm around me. Um, and because I didn't do that, I walked away from money. Hmm. Well, but now you have knowledge and money and money. <laughs> um, and money. Well, I appreciate you uh, coming on. Um, yeah. Hit us up if you ever need anything and uh, thanks for coming. Hey, thanks for having me. It was fun, guys. Thank you. See ya. All right, bye.